Hey, what's going on? This is your girl, Prodigy the Brand, and I'm coming back at you with a brand new episode of the What's Happening podcast. Hey, it's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you, especially without a real podcast to listen to. But listen, we're back, and we're back, and we're back. All right, we're back at it. We're better than ever before, and we're about to get into some real stuff. Man, listen, your girl's been through so much in a year, man. So much has happened since the last time I talked to y'all up in March. Man, a new job, um, a new crib, um, new way of life, new way of thinking, um, all of these different type of things. And I had to get a lot of different things, you know, in order personally for my own self before I could come back and give you all some content. It's been a lot of stuff that's been going on since the last time we talked, Tribe. It's been so much going on. And this past weekend with the passing of Dolph, I seen a couple of things were happening with the baby and Danny Lee. And then the Cal Rittenhouse thing happened. And I was just like, oh, hell no. Nah. Like, I just. I can't even wait. I thought about it. I was like, man, I'm going to come back at the beginning of the year and I'm going to come back with some, you know, some great ass commercial or, you know, some really good video that says, yo, I'm back. Fuck that. We back. Ha! We coming back at it raw, just like the way we like it. And we're about to get into some real conversation. Let's just start off with the drama, shall we? Because we'll just start off with the importance, shall we, throughout this episode. Danny and the baby. Now, <sighs> I'm not really a fan of taking up time, especially my black and brown and also my allies, my daytime and really, you know, talking about things that really don't move the needle, really don't move the community. But I really had to think back on certain things because certain stuff like this does move the needle. Certain things like this does happen in our community. And we really need to have a conversation about this type of stuff. So if you don't know the baby, he's a rapper. Whooped bam. Um, overall has been pretty cool. Um, got on the radar um, because he said some really wild shit at a festival. The man got up there and was like talking about gay people and like AIDS. And again, like to each his own. Like if you don't mess with gay people, like all right, like okay, like why it's kind of weird. But anyway, like if that's your jam, like cool, whatever. But for somebody to go on like a random ass rant and just like <laughs> talk mad stuff and like bash a whole community and bash those that live with a disease that you know, has taken the lives of millions. Like, it was just so unnecessary. But anyway, he's been an asshole, right? Like, this ain't something new. This is his character. This is something that he showed us throughout the time is the baby is an asshole. Well, let's fast forward to Danny Lee, right? Danny Lee was really, really, you know, a good a good singer. Like, and she still is, right? Um, She had that really good song with, um, with a, who was that man? Uh, Chris Brown. <laughs> I don't even know if we really want to talk about Chris Brown right now because I think he on drugs probably. But anyway, he she had that song Easy with Chris Brown. You know what I'm saying? It was really popping. It was really cute. Um, she's been like sponsored and like mentored by Prince. Like Danny, Danny Lee really has some like good momentum going. And what the fuck did she do? She went and got knocked up by a nigga who got like four to five baby, baby mamas. Like what the? All right, let me stop passing judgment. <sighs> she fell in love. With a clown and got clown. Now, again, right? If you ain't really following it, just understand. She was she was dating this man. He had a baby mama. He was going back and forth with the baby moms. They all on social media. We'll watch the bam. They together. He all mess with the baby moms. Just all this different type of stuff. Well, Danny Lee comes up pregnant. All right. Now, up until the scandal, this is the first time that the baby is even like claiming that this is his baby. Like on some real like Stevie J you know, future type of ish, right? Um, but Danny D gets pregnant. He leaves her. 
you know, has a whole other relationship, woo wop to bam. She goes back like a goofy. And, you know, all this stuff happens. So fast forward to last week, he posts a video of him calling the police on his baby mom um, and telling her to get out the crib. Now, it's a couple of things in regards to that. Overall, it's just lame as fuck, right? Like, as a woman, as a person, you should never let anybody own you. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody should ever be able to say that they got you like this or or you can't get your own or something like that. Like, nobody should ever, should ever be able to put you out of some shit and you just be, like, assed out. Like, you put me out of a crib, cool, I'm going to my crib. You feel me? Like, you should just never be dependent on anybody solely because, you know, love comes and goes. You know what I'm saying? The only thing that is, it is, it is factual in relationships is pieces of paper and legality. So, he calls the police on her, tries to get her out, supposedly, and, you know, he's saying that he posting this for his protection and we out the bam. Again, it's dumb as hell. Um, because if he's a baby, right, like, you rich, we out the bam, like, you living and you playing house with this girl, and now everything coming out, you want to call her a side chick, you know, you trying to gaslight her, trying to make her seem like she, you know, she crazy, you know, y'all not really in a relationship. When you've been posted up with Shorty and going public with Shorty for months, you know what I'm saying, for almost over a year, and now when she hit the fan, now she a side chick. Now you want to tear down her character. Well, you know, woo out the bed, you got the side chick pregnant, bro. Like, that's on you, you feel me? And you in the house playing house with Shorty. And you ain't want, you know, you ain't want that situation, but you want to make sure she was taken care of. You could have put her up in a penthouse by herself, had her own hotel, paid that shit up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Be real smooth on some Omarion shit. But that ain't what he man did. Like, he, he put her out there publicly and all this other type of stuff. But at the end of the day, Shorty didn't even get kicked out. Now, granted, it could be two, one or two things, in my opinion, right? Either one, he said, cool, she ain't got to leave. Or then two, legally, if you know anything about, like, homelessness, um, certain things, like, you know, when you you house a person and you keep a person and you, you know, you you know, you their livelihood, you just can't kick them out on the streets. I had cousins that lived with their parents and went off the bandwagon. Their moms and dads tried to kick them out and they can't kick them out because legally, right, like, you know, they got squatter laws and shit like that. So I think that's the reason why she wasn't able to get out. But at the end of the day, like, she should have left, like, immediately. As soon as Buddy would have brought up the camera, I would have been like, all right, man, I'm taking my baby and I'm leaving. And there was a lot of men that tried to get on there talking about, you know, like, he was around, he wanted her to leave, not the baby to leave. Well, that's just, like, bullshit. Like, like you know, don't talk to your mom. Write to your mom about that type of shit because there ain't no way no newborn child is not leaving with the mother. Like, the mother is the sole provider, you know, a nurturer of a child. So unless you can prove just egregious, you know what I'm saying, neglect or harmful, you know, intentions towards a child, you ain't going to get no baby away from no kid. But that also, they got nothing to do with you, right? You got the money like the baby does. You can quickly take this stuff to court, get your 50-50 custody, woo off the bail, and you ain't got to worry about her keeping the kid from you. You know what I'm saying? You could have kept that, recorded all of that, and then when it came down to the legal issues, you could have broadcasted that in the court of law. Like, you know, you again, you could have you could have handled that shit Omarion, but you didn't. You handled like a bitch, like a hoe, like a man who, you know, really just trying to make a girl go crazy. Um, and I believe exactly what Danny said. Like, she probably did try to like get some type of protection, some type of like, you know, a condom or something like that. The plan B, I think, is what she said. And he probably lost his mind because he's a controlling dude. So, you know, whatever, man. But again, that just goes into that further conversation of like. Male or female, you should always have your own. Like, you know, we're getting out of the times where, you know, men are the head and the providers and all the other bull crap. Like, you know, the reality is that's just not the case. Uh, more likely than not, especially in the black community, the, the black woman makes 
usually 30% more than a black male in a household. So like that whole mentality of, you know, on a day-to-day regular basis of a man, you know, providing for the household, it's just honestly just not the truth. So we got to remember that, like protect yourself at all times, protect your mental health. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm praying for them both because the baby, he's going through his own legal issues. But then Danny, you know, to be embarrassed like that, to have a newborn child like that, you know, to never have shown the face and him to broadcast the face like that, that's some real evil ass shit. You feel me? But, you know, it's on her too. Cause at the end of the day, he showed you this. Like he got hella baby mamas that he did all of this crazy stuff too. And you thought you was the exception. I'll like, never, you never the exception, Shorty. Like, you know, the past always shows you what a person is going to do in the future more than likely. So, hey, that's on them. Wishing the best of the both of them. You feel me? But, girl, stay about that man penthouse. Anyway. Let's move over to some of that rock the black community, especially if you lived up in Memphis, Tennessee. Man, they kill Young Dolph, man. Listen, bro. <sighs> we don't know about Young Dolph, man. Adolph Robert Thornton Jr., you feel me? Raised. Born in Chicago off the nine, but raised in Memphis. Rep Memphis hard as hell. Lived his whole life in Memphis, man. Man got killed at the age of 36, noon, getting cookies from Akita. First of all, support Makita Cookies. Um, great black-owned business. They've been dealing with some robberies and things like that uh, throughout the time prior to this black-owned business. Um, it has really great cookies. Um, so please support them. Um, give to their cash app. Don't order because they're closed right now. Um, you don't want to like, overload them with like orders and they're not able to cook your food. But definitely support black-owned businesses and um, send to their cash app because they've definitely been plagued with negativity because of this. But anyway, just going back to my boy Dolph. Young Dolph! Uh yeah, man. They got they call my boy Lacking. They call my boy Lacking. Um and there's a lot of different conversations. Like I'm not really here to really get into what people deserve and not not deserve the life they live and what life they didn't live, because I feel like everybody, you know, got their own lives and things that you know they do in the dark. But I'ma say this. Overall, I think that there is um a low self-esteem problem in our community. You know, there's a jealousy problem, an envy problem in our community that I don't think a lot of us like to, you know, really come to terms with. But um, it's really, really deep. Because um, when you think about it, like that man 36 or whatever type of beef that man had, like, you know, that's some real old ass shit. But it really takes like a jealous and envious person to like look at another person and be like, you know what? Instead of me getting up. Getting my bag and getting my own, I'm just gonna try to take from them, or I'm gonna take that person's life because I couldn't get with that what they got. I think that's I think that's I think a lot of the problems in the world have to do with low self esteem. Really, um, you know, people don't feel adequate enough about themselves or don't believe in themselves enough that they can achieve the things that other people achieve. So they take from those that they think have met that mecca. You know what I'm saying? Like they took that man, they took a father, they took a son, they took a brother. They took a friend. They took a husband. Um, in the middle of the day, um, for for it seems to be nothing. And um, the deeper conversation about it is, you know, what are we doing in the community? Like, what are we doing to really, you know, combat this type of stuff? Like, why has rap in the last what five years we have lost over twenty five to fifty rappers in this game? Like, you know, the rap genre seems to be the hip hop genre seems to be one of the most deadliest genres of music to be involved in. Um, and I think that says a lot, man. Um, you know, we can have big conversations about the community and, you know, the police and all that type of, type of stuff, but 
we really got to work on our own community dynamics and, you know, instilling confidence in one another and uh, really, you know, showing, you know, the different benefits um, of different things and accesses and ways of income um, and really open up people's mind, man. We really need to invest our money into the community and get more, you know, you know, more resources. But we also need to be bigger snitchers. You know, I've never understood, you know, protecting a murderer. You know what I'm saying? Man, kill a kid. You know, why, why, why are you protecting that? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, uh, you know, I understand it is hard when a person is like killing a game. And this is off Dolph, right? It's just like in the community. You know, a game maker killed another game maker. It's like sad, but like, okay, cool. But like when a man killing a kid, you know what I'm saying? They hitting old people, they hitting women. We gotta have some type of, you know, self-respect as a community where it's like we're not protecting these people. Like there's mothers and, you know, girlfriends of, you know, these people that come home every night and y'all know they got blood on their hands. Like, do y'all be telling these niggas like what the fuck are y'all doing, bro? Like, you know, our generation just it's not even our generation, it's the generation under me. Cause I'm 28, you feel me? Shout out to the 90s, baby. But it's like the lack of respect for life. There's no respect for God. There's no fear of God. Fear of the afterlife. Fear of, you know, what your soul gonna go through. It's just here and now greediness, you feel me? And that shit is deep, man. It's deep, man. It's really, really, really getting dividing the community. There's a big conversation about like, you know. How he should have moved, right? You know, I'm from Chicago. Anybody listening to you right know I'm from Chicago, South Side. You feel me? And uh, if you know anything about Chief Keith, that man made his billions and he ain't been back to the city yet. You feel me? Like, granted, he got warrants. And he got bounties on his head. You understand? But he also know at this point in time in his career and where he at, he just can't move the same way. And, um, you know, I think it's crazy if I get if I get a hundred thousand dollars, I'm hiring security for my mama, bro. Like everything I go around is bulletproof. I'm not going to the bathroom without a security guard next to me. Because that's just how far jealousy and envy go. And it's sad that a man can't go get no cookies. You feel me? In the middle of the day without being killed. But shit, people pride themselves on that, bro. We pride ourselves, we as a community. Gangsters pride themselves on catching you at the gas station. At the McDonald's, like catching you when you most vulnerable and taking you down. And there's a big debate about did he do himself a disservice by moving around a city as if he was bulletproof in a city where there was strife. That's that's a really big conversation, but it's neither here nor there because the man is gone. The man is passed. We lost a good rapper, a good community leader, a father, a son, a friend. My heart, prayers go out to the city of Memphis because I know how much that man meant to y'all. Shit, the community, the kids, shit. And forever, we're going to be singing preach a little bit different. Long live Dolph. All right, man, let's transition to my last thing. I'm trying to keep this in under 20 minutes. <sighs> Calvary now got acquitted. <laughs> All right, man, for real. I really ain't got too much to say about this shit. Because if you know me, you already know what, okay? Like, okay, cool. <laughs> like, not cool. Like, Cal Rittenhouse. Like, you know anything about Cal Rittenhouse? The white boy who was, like, 16, 17, broke the curfew, took an AR-15 from Illinois, went to Kenosha, Wisconsin, shot and killed two people, claimed self-defense. Um, The judge, now, if you watched anything about the court case, you knew from the judge that, this wasn't going to be a fair case. 
that it was very, you know, one-sided. The man got to pick his jurors. It was a wild, it was a really wild ass case. Um, and unfortunately in this country, we do deal with double jeopardy. So the ways in which he can be retried again are very limited. Um, and he just got away with killing two white people. I think a lot of people were shocked because it was like, he white, they white. He gonna get his ass because he, he killed white people. Uh, but nah, he killed white people that was like supporting black people. Therefore, uh, niggas. So they, they let a man get away with it. And uh, it's not a shock. And I think that's only one of the sadder things in this country is that if you were black, you weren't shocked by it. You didn't think that it was a mistake. You knew that it wasn't going to happen. Um, I would be more so shocked that from this, he has he has not already consulted with a political campaign manager and or if he is going to run for political office um, because white supremacy is the is the ticket for white people to run off of right now and to win. And um, um, I think it's really, really sad. But it's also something that we need to be very, very just aware of. Uh, we get distracted with shit like the baby. And, um, and it's not even that Dolph's murder is a distraction, but it's not something that is um, impacting our community to the core. Like these voting laws, like these people that's running for office, like in Chicago, the main dude, um, you know, quit Chicago Police Department. <laughs> Talking about he wasn't going to let the nigga in the office take away his badge and now he's going to run for the, for the mayor. Chicago, right? This is a white supremacist and a former cop that's about to run for the mayor, the, the office of mayor for Chicago. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of support. It's a lot of groups. And, you know, we know where his, his morals lie. And so I think it's a lot of things like that that are happening in this country, specifically in those, you know, cities and states where we turned over the needles and we really got our votes to, you know, really count. Um, there's a lot of different things that we are dealing with um, voter, you know, um, voter suppression and, and, a, and a main core and um, you know it's a, it's just a lot going on and we really need to be focused on it um, especially in our own different communities and talk about it like don't wait until the presidential election like we knew exactly what Biden was we knew exactly what Harris was like you know like if we want to get out of the times where we decided on two evils because that's all that shit was Trump evil evil or Biden evil evil like, you know, with a evil, evil with a little taste of diversity, Black History Month. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got to get to the point where, as Ice Cube said, we are truly choosing our candidates and making sure that our, our points and our, you know, the things that we care about are, about are at the forefront of those candidates' minds and that we hold them accountable on a different way that we have, that we haven't. Um, you know, we still in a pandemic. It's a lot of shit still going on, but at the end of the day, um, we all be got as a community, as a family. So, hey, as we approach Thanksgiving, as we approach the holidays, first of all, love on the people that you love, man. The holidays is always when the devil gets busy, uh, when people always tend to leave this earth, man. Um, so continue to pray and surround your people with love, support. Call somebody today and tell them that you love them. Uh, work on investing in yourself. Work on, um, you know, how to better yourself. Love yourself. Um, and until the next episode, man, it's your girl, Prodigy the Brand. Follow me on all social media platforms, Prodigy the Brand, P-R-A-T-A-J, especially on Twitter. About to start doing some things on Twitter, holding the space. Um, so follow me on Twitter, follow me on Instagram. I love you. I love you. I love you. Thank you for the support. And guess what, baby? We back. It's the episode of What's Happening. It's your girl, Prodigy the Brand. Hey, I'm out. Until the next episode. Peace.